Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Okay, as we roll into the weekend with the AFC and the NFC Championship game, we got a lot of people who listen out there, some of them affiliated with the NFL. I just want to say this right off the top before I dive into uh, a discussion of the NFC Championship game in particular. Can we please, one small request, I would love if we had the entire weekend, if we had a Saturday night AFC or NFC championship game to be followed by the Sunday afternoon slash evening, whatever they want to put it, the later start of the other championship game, as opposed to putting them both on Sunday. Now, I understand a lot more if there's no bye week, why you wouldn't want to give somebody a competitive advantage, but there's absolutely no competitive advantage that comes from playing on Saturday versus playing on Sunday uh, in the grand scheme of things here, especially because you could set it up so that the AFC divisional games were, or the NFC divisional games were both on the prior Saturday. Anyway, just tossing that out there as an idea, I think the NFL has done such a fantastic job. We talked about this a little bit yesterday on the show with three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday for the Super Wild Card Weekend. And I love two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday for the divisional round playoff games. I don't understand why you wouldn't put one championship game on Saturday night and the other one on Sunday afternoon instead of both putting them on the same day. Just an idea out there. Now, I continue 
to be amazed as we look at these NFC and AFC championship games. Yesterday's poll question made it clear that most of you thought Aaron Rodgers had by far the most at stake here, right? Uh, So as you break it down, the vast majority of you out there were saying uh, Aaron Rodgers had the most at stake and Josh Allen had the second most at stake and then you went with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Brady has done something that I didn't believe was possible at all already before we even get to the NFC Championship game. To me, he has ended a 20-year debate about who was the most responsible for the New England Patriot dynasty. For most of the last generation, if you are an NFL fan and you wanted to just get a fun argument started, you could sit down at the bar with your buddies, you could go grab a pizza, grab a slice, and even if you didn't know what everybody's opinion was, if you were a football fan, you had an opinion on Brady versus Belichick, who's more responsible for the dynasty. And uh, and in fact, I even put up a question because I was fascinated to see who was more responsible. This was one of our early poll questions in the Brady-Belichick dynasty. And I just, what was so interesting about it was 80% of people said, hey, if you had to choose between having Brady or Belichick, which one would you rather have for the next couple of years going forward? 80% of you said Bill Belichick. A lot of you out there had bought into the idea, and I was close to buying in the idea as well, that the reason for Tom Brady's dominance in the Patriot dynasty, if you had to pick one reason, now the reality is like all great debates, there's a strong truth to both sides. But if you had to pick one for the next five years, would you rather have Brady or would you rather have Belichick? The vast majority of us coming into this season would have said, I'd rather have Belichick. Because as a coach who's 68, about to turn 69 years old, he's got more time to be able to do his job than Brady does. I'm not sure of that anymore. I now wonder on some level whether Brady and Belichick are both going to have about the same number of years left in the NFL. And if that's going to be true, this is going to be even less of a debate. But I think what Tom Brady has done is he has closed the door on the idea that his dominance was directly connected to Bill Belichick being the greatest coach of all time. And I think what Brady has done is he has forever eliminated the idea. You know, we even talked on Monday of this week with Sean Merriman. And Merriman is a great NFL former defensive player, and he even said to us, you know what, I kind of bought into the idea that the reason why Tom Brady was so good was because of Bill Belichick. And now I'm going back and I am reassessing my takes Because one of the things I'd always wondered, and I still do think it's an intriguing question, but one of the things I'd always wonder was, hey, what would have happened if you had given Peyton Manning Bill Belichick as his head coach for the entire time that he played in the NFL? How many Super Bowls would Peyton Manning have gone to? My argument was a somewhat similar number 
to what Tom Brady did, maybe even more. But now I'm going back and I'm reassessing and I'm thinking, why did I ever buy into the Belichick cult? Because the truth of the matter is, in the NFL, the quarterback always matters more than the head coach. Now, ideally, you want a good quarterback and you want a good head coach. That's why Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are, I believe, the modern-day version of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And certainly, I can understand why over the pace, uh, over the space of 20 years, two insanely competitive people like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick can end up at each other's throats maybe in some way because, you know, Robert Kraft was there to try to balance out the discontent that might have existed between those two. But Brady feels like he's not getting enough credit. Belichick feels like he's not getting enough credit. And both of them believe that they are ultimately the reason why the Patriots have dominated the way that they have. But I got to tell you, I think this argument has ended this year. I think the answer is who is most responsible for the Patriot dynasty? It's Tom Brady and it's not even close anymore. I think if you look at Bill Belichick, unless he gets a good quarterback and he gets him soon, I think we're going to see a lot more losing seasons out of the New England Patriots, just like we saw this year with Cam Newton. And that surprises me because there was data out there with what Bill Belichick did in going 11-5 and without Tom Brady in the year that Brady hurt himself and he had Matt Castle. And what we saw with Belichick going 3-1 and with Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo when Brady had his four-game deflate gate suspension. There were a lot of arguments out there, and in fact, pretty solid evidence there, that Belichick, and that's what I would have argued, Belichick had gone 14-6 and without Tom Brady as a part of that New England dynasty, right? Strong argument out there. Well, Belichick is so good that Matt Castle, he led to 11 wins, and Belichick is so good that Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett, he still finds a way to win, and they went 14-6 and in that era of the New England Patriots without Tom Brady. And that basically, Belichick is a uh, stud coach and he learned a lot during his time with the Browns and he was going to be successful no matter who his coach, who his quarterback was. But that 14-6 and record that Belichick had posted with the Patriots without Brady, well, this year when he went 7-9, and now he's 21 and uh, 15, which is still not awful without Brady, but it ain't very good either. And especially if you combine that with the record that Belichick had beforehand, he's got a losing record, Belichick does, as an NFL coach without Tom Brady. And now Brady, who's never played for anybody else, has a 13-5 and record with Bruce Arians this year, 11-5 and in the regular season, 2-0 and in the playoffs. And to me, that just is an open and shut case. Brady is better with, sorry, the Brady-Belichick dynasty is more reliant upon Brady than it is upon Belichick. I think we have solved that this year. 
I think we have answered that 20-year debate. I think it is one of the biggest takeaways that we have had so far from the NFL season. What more will we find out? Well, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the NFC and in the AFC championships. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com dot com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be back on august 21st i had ovik roy on he's an mit and yale grad he's also a big sports fan and we had a discussion about the american response to covid and whether or not it should be safe to play football uh so many of you loved that discussion which was a part of my wins and losses podcast that went up on august 21st that yesterday ovik roy and i had a long sit down discussing now that we have finished basically playing football and many other sports, what the data had told us about whether it was safe to play in high school, about the discussion surrounding sports and COVID in general, that was a big part of our podcast. And I wanted to pull that because I think the information he shared is important for all of you to be exposed to and uh, and interact with on this show as well. So this is an excerpt from my Wins and Losses podcast. You can go listen to the whole conversation, but this is the focal point on sports and why playing sports during COVID happened and was important and was safe. We have a big audience in the world of sports. And I will say, you said, you know, the, the overall public policy response has been very bad in the world of uh, all Republicans, Democrats, independents, whatever you want to say. The media, I think in general, does deserve a grade worse than F, which is what you said. I'm actually somewhat encouraged that sports got much of this right. Um, and it was a battle to get it right. But when we talked back on August 21st, we didn't know whether college football 100% was going to happen. We now have crowned a champion. Uh, we did not right. know whether uh, the NBA was going to be able to finish their season. They did in the bubble. Now they're out of the bubble in the next season. Major League Baseball finished their season with fans present in Texas. The NFL has played their entire schedule so far. We're talking in the week of the AFC and the NFC championship games. All of those sports not to mention countless high schools uh, as well as other sports that are not anywhere near as popular on a collegiate level or a professional level. Ovik, there isn't a single death or even serious illness that has been connected to coaching or athletics. And the coaches are obviously older than the, the players, but that's what the data told us was likely to happen. And people are like, oh, wow, this actually ended up being possible. Thankfully, they took the chance and tried to figure out a way to make it happen. What letter grade would you give sports leagues for their willingness and ability to play once they came back? Certainly NASCAR is involved, tennis, all these other different sports. Uh, And are you at least as appreciative as I am that we found a way to get that done and that the data showed, lo and behold, that it was safe and it was possible to do? Uh, d- definitely appreciative, and, and not just uh, that they did it for for the sake of the athletes who obviously work so hard for those opportunities, but for the rest of us who, 
you know, just as human beings, we needed something uh, that was not political, or at least mostly not political, uh, and, and th- that we could that we could point to and cheer about uh, in our lives in, the, in this very challenging re- year we've just had. So grateful, I'm grateful to the sports leagues that that worked hard to make it happen. We, and you know, and you've covered it on your show. You know, it's not like the sports league said business as usual. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of work, a lot of testing, a lot of restrictions on attendance by the fans that went into keeping sports going in a cautious uh, and prudent way. Uh, and, and hopefully they've learned from that to realize, okay, maybe we can, we can uh, loosen it up a little bit to, now that we've learned that we can do this safely and, and operate safely. But you know what it really comes back to in my mind, uh, uh, Clay, is what you said at the beginning, capitalism, right? It, the financial incentive for sports leagues to stay open was a big driver of why they did stay open. And now at the time, you know, last summer, last early fall, August, September, that was, you know, the sports pundits said this is so terrible, you know, these these leagues, particularly the you know in terms of college sports, where you know there's the the conflict between amateurism and the money. If these leagues are putting money ahead of of humanity. They're 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 so greedy and so terrible. And and I, I look at it in exactly the opposite way. It was the the financial or economic incentive which motivated them to get it right to figure out hey, there's got to be a way to do this safely. We're going to lose a lot of money if we don't figure out how to do it safely. So let's figure it out. And exactly the same dynamic, Clay, is true with schools. So why is it that private schools around the country are open and public schools are not? First of all, you don't have teachers unions in private schools. But a big part of it is if you're that private school, if you're running a private school and you say, no, we're going to go to Zoom, no one, everyone's going to disenroll. No one's going to show up at that school and your school is going to go broke because you're not going to get any tuition dollars in the door. Whereas in the public schools, the money is flowing regardless of what you do. So why keep the school open when you're going to get paid either way? So the economic or financial incentives were absolutely a critical driver of why public schools have been closed, but why sports leagues and private schools were open. It's so well said. I mean, it, it 100% is. Now, not surprisingly, the sports media, mostly, there are exceptions. You're listening to one of them. But the sports media mostly followed the lead of the national media in making the arguments there's no way that it's safe to play, right? Uh, CBS Sports, for example, I talked about this a lot on my radio program. They had an expert, and, and you know how this works. The experts that say the things that don't make headlines, oh, yeah, there's definitely a way to play sports. That doesn't make the headline. The expert who comes out and literally at CBS Sports guaranteed a football player would die and predicted there would be at least three to seven, as if he were Nick, you know, Joe Namath back in the day. He guaranteed a death and said he predicted that there would be three to seven. That's a headline at CBS Sports. They finished the season in college football, and that's what he was specifically making his prediction about. Everybody is fine. There are no issues, and the story just disappears, right? There's no consequence for an expert, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, being 100% wrong, particularly when those people have tenure at universities. It's like it's it's impossible for them to ever have a consequence, and that probably goes back to your point. In a market-based economy, if you're wrong, you lose your job. In a university setting, if you're wrong... You just write a new article explaining why you were wrong and uh, and 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 or completely ignoring it. Or just ignore and it. There's no and there's no consequence. Yeah, you know. In fact, 
Uh, you're reminding me of, uh, uh, I can't remember which media organization it was. It may have been ESPN. It may have been uh, Yahoo or CBS. Uh, lots of people, there was, the, there was the Big 12 expert that the Big 12 uh, ADs uh, recruited who said, actually, you can operate the, the league safely, and here's how you do it. And there was a, a round of articles criticizing That's right. Big 12 and that expert saying, oh, the Big 12 just you know, went doctor shopping and found some idiot off the street who, who was going to validate what they wanted to do and, and not listen to the science. Right? And that guy turned out to be right, and everyone else turned out to be wrong, at least the ones that, say, the Big 10 was listening to. It, it is. I mean, and, and, and all of this, you know, and, and again, to kind of relitigate some of this, you remember the myocarditis story that flared up. Oh, my God, if you get a if you get covid, you're going to get myocarditis. Your heart's going to be ruined forever. There's no way we can play sports. Nobody had myocarditis issues either. But if they did, that often happens with viral infections in general. It wasn't specific to covid and the media, what I called fear porn govern the day and and candidly behind the scenes I was having conversations with commissioners as early as April and I said look you're used to people being in favor of your sport everybody in the sports media is going to be opposed to you guys playing college football this year they're not going to carry the water for the NFL they're not going to say hey this is a brilliant idea they're all going to buy into the fear and curl up in the fetal position and argue that there's no way this should be happening well, as, as you know, Clay, I mean, it's been a long-standing dynamic in sports media that, you know, sports writers, sports commentators, they, 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 particularly the ones who work at, say, major newspapers or major news organizations, right, they feel that sort of inferiority complex of we're not the real journalists, like the people who work on, you know, who go to Capitol Hill or cover the White House. So they, they feel that, that sense of, well, I have to do what the – the other journalists tell me to do, because if I don't, then I'm going to be seen as that fluffy sports reporter and not the hard journalist that I really am. And, and so that sort of that sociological element uh, of the sports writing or sports media community plays a big role in, in their deference to, to, what, uh, to what other people are saying that they feel they have to defer to. And uh, so it's, some of it's fear, some of it's that deference, some of it is just genuinely like, you know, being terrified or whatever it is. All that to say that, you know, what people like you and me and, and the people who listen to your podcast and the other people out there who, who, who've had the same point of view need to do is to make sure that uh, as we go through this, we're able to assess and, and have that after action report where we can say, okay, guys, let's learn from this. Let's learn about what the so-called experts told you that was right and what they told you that was wrong and certain things that were unknown. So to take the example of myocarditis, I mean, you and I were, were more skeptical that that was a, a serious issue, but you can understand risk-averse college presidents, risk-averse ADs saying, you know what, we've, we've got to be concerned about this because I, I don't want to deal with the litigation if you want to be cynical or I don't want to deal with that on my conscience if somebody really gets sick, the kind of the, the, you know, the, the Reggie Lewis type thing. So you know, do the MRIs, do the testing. Every, you know, uh, uh, Power Five uh, university certainly has the ability to, to arrange for those tests. If, you, if, if someone's COVID positive, you can, you can look to see if there's inflammation in their heart muscle and, and, and monitor it, which they did, right? Most of, the, most of the, the, the big conferences did that. And that's what allowed them to get that, uh, that relief that this wasn't a big deal. So I don't have a problem with, if they're going to be really risk averse, invest the extra money since they make so much money off college sports, or at least the revenue sports, 
you know, to, to invest in those tests, to see what's going on, make sure that nothing is going wrong. But to shut down the season altogether, that's stupid. You know, keep an eye on it. And if it looks like things are, are going to go wrong, that's one thing. And remember, there were a lot of sports writers who said about the college football season, say, oh, this is so pointless. The whole season's going to get shut down after two weeks anyway. You know, why is anybody even bothering? And as you said, you know, the, the season basically, yes, there were games that were canceled and things like that, but but uh, the season was played, and, and I, I think most people are pretty pretty happy about that. And to go to your point on the market-based capitalistic economy being the most efficient, which, by the way, all of world history proves, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, but uh, for anybody who wants to study uh, the history of, uh, of, of economies uh, and, uh, and market-based uh, decision-making in general, it's probably not a surprise if you adopt that line of thinking that the NFL, which had the absolute most money at stake and is the biggest business in all of pro sports, had the most successful season because not only did they play every single game as scheduled, all 32 NFL teams played all 16 games, but they did it on their schedule. They didn't even have so far. Uh, the, the AFC and NFC championship games are Sunday. We're talking in the middle of the week leading into that. And then the Super Bowl, they've got two weeks to be able to schedule that. But right now it's scheduled as it typically is for two weeks after the Sunday AFC and NFC Championship games. And a lot of them had fans present. But every television Mm -hmm. part of their game, which is where the biggest part of their revenue comes from, guess what? They did the best job. Biggest business does the best job in pro sports with putting their product out there for people to watch. And... It's arguably the most difficult because of all the physical contact that goes into football compared to, let's say, baseball uh, or tennis or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. You know, as, as you were talking, I was, I was re- recalling the the European soccer, summer soccer season from last year, right? Not Some of the leagues didn't play, but the ones that did had no problems, right? Everything worked out just fine. Yeah, there were some positive tests here or there, things like that, but uh, but but the games that were played were played. And worked out just fine. Yes, there weren't fans in the audience, and they would pump in the crowd noise on the broadcast. But but otherwise, it worked, and that was our first indication that actually this could be done, or to that could give us the confidence, right? The real world examples that this could be done. So so kudos to the NFL. I mean, I, I definitely very impressive that that they've managed to to have everything run on time, and um uh, uh you know uh, and I, you know part part of it too is. You know, one thing we, we probably should, you know, uh, take into account here is pro athletes, particularly football players, there's so much discipline involved, you know, in being a pro athlete. You know, in the NFL, it's just, you know, you can get cut so ruthlessly and, and have your career cut short if you make one mistake. Um, and uh, if you make it to the pros, you're likely to have that discipline and that maturity. Not everyone does, and we've seen some, you know, <laughs> notorious cases of that not being the case, but but most of the athletes have really stuck to it, right? Whereas at the college level, it's a little harder, right? These are kids, um, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a campus, there's parties, there's people who admire them and want to, you know, want to party with them. So there's a lot more temptation when, when you're a college student to do the wrong thing. And so, you know, it, it's, it's impressive on both counts, right? It's impressive that the college season managed to do as well as it did, even with a lot of interruptions. And obviously you look to the pros and say, hey, uh, you know, hats off. We're talking to Ovik Roy. Freeop.org is his website. Follow him on Twitter at Ovik, A-V-I-K, at A-V-I-K is his Twitter handle. Uh, And this is the Wins and Losses podcast. I am Clay Travis. 
One of the challenges that I see that is the largest in the world of sports and other places, and I'm curious what you think about this, so much of our media is anecdote-driven. And the anecdote Mm. is used to justify the overall story. So, and I'll give you an example. If, as you mentioned, I remember, and this is unfortunate, and I feel for his family, there was a kid who died at Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina, of COVID or with COVID. It's not like I've reviewed his medical files to know exactly. But his death then becomes a front-page New York Times article talking about the challenges of going back to college. The 2 million or 4 million or whatever the heck number it is of college kids that go back and don't have any issues at all, it's all about framing, in other words. If I wanted to write a story about how dangerous it is for kids to drive back to college at the end of summer, inevitably, every year, there are kids who die driving back to college campuses. That doesn't mean, as a general rule that it is incredibly dangerous for those kids to be driving back to college campuses. Inevitably, every year, there are college kids that get the flu and die, the seasonal flu. That doesn't mean that all kids on college campus are in danger of the seasonal flu. Outliers occur, and as a data guy, outliers can be fascinating for you, I'm sure, to review, but they are just that, outliers. How much of our challenge in media today is using anecdotal outlier stories to justify a preferred narrative such as sports can't happen because this college kid died even if it's in no way representative of the larger data set. That is such a challenge, it seems to me, because the story of one death is more overpowering than sometimes the story of a million people being fine. You know, uh, what I'm, what I'm thinking about is, as you go through that, and all, all well said, is you know, my, my, my takeaway from, from 2020 on that score is every high school in America should require that its students take a statistics class. Yes. Because statistics are the thing, they drive so much of life nowadays, especially because we have all this data being thrown at us uh, because of the world we live in, and we just don't know how to process it, and we process it wrong, and that, that affects the way sports, you know, sports gets analyzed, that, that affects the way uh, lawsuits happen, particularly the class action type lawsuits. It affects government policy, obviously, affects medicine, affects so many different things in our world. Uh, And if people had that that understanding of statistics and how to separate anecdotes from the overall uh, uh, context of those uh, of those anecdotes, you know, that would be an important service that would do a lot to just calm everyone down, I hope, you know, maybe that's uh, that's uh, Pollyanna-ish or na- naive of me to, to, to feel that way. But I really do believe that if, if we could have a country where people were more journalists in particular, more numerate, more affluent in statistics, it would be so much better. I mean, I, the, the story that really crystallizes to me everything that went wrong with the media coverage last year was the, was the huge story, uh, and I talked about it the last time I was on with you, in the, in the New York Times where it was claimed that there was a South Korean study that was purported to show that kids were in, uh, infectious and it was dangerous to reopen schools. And this was plastered all over the New York Times. It was circulated to every school district in the country. And there was reporting afterwards that said that, uh, that basically there were a lot of you know, school 
principals, superintendents who wanted to open schools, they read that article in the New York Times and said, no, we're not going to do it. Uh, obviously egged on by the teachers' unions. And it turned out that the, that the article totally misrepresented the data and that once the full data set came out, it was pretty clear that, in fact, kids were not infectious in South Korea, just like kids were not infectious anywhere else, that schools had been open and everything had been fine. But did the New York Times retract their story? No. Did the New York Times run another story saying, hey, we got uh, South Korea wrong? Not really. I mean, they did write another article about South Korea, but it was very mealy-mouthed and no reader who didn't already know what was going on would be able to know from that article that the New York Times had made a, a terrible mistake. But that's one journalist at one influential newspaper whose misunderstanding of scientific data led to uh, something that impacted the lives of tens of millions of kids all over the country. And uh, that's, that's something that just should not happen. And I hope we can, we can have a world in which statistics are more a part of the conversation where when you encounter a, a fact or a, uh, you know, a journalistic assertion, we could do more to have statistics back it up. Now, that alone won't solve the problem because, you know, the old line from Benjamin Disraeli, the, the, the old uh, 19th century prime minister of, of, of Great Britain was, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. We all know from sports that, that, that you can come up with lots of different statistics to justify, uh, you know, anything that you, anything that you want to believe or anything that, that are your priors. So you have to go one level below that and really understand which statistics accurately measure things and which statistics don't. But just having that basic understanding of, you know, one anecdote is not, you know, uh, re reflective of everything else. If one person dies in a car accident, it doesn't mean you should hide in your garage. If one person dies of COVID, it doesn't mean the world's going to end. Um, you know, that would obviously be uh, a welcome development. That's Ovik Roy at A-V-I-K on Twitter. If you want to go follow him and thank him for spending time with us, encourage you to go listen to the entire podcast up right now on the Wins and Losses podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be how good was Ovik Roy? I mean, I, I, I love that guy. And I'm telling you, if you haven't listened to our entire podcast conversation, it is one of the best breakdowns you can hear of all the decisions in the world of sports and beyond related to COVID. And uh, it's the kind of media that should be able to be accessible to more people even than it is. It was a great long-form conversation. Uh, we had the conversation on August 21st, and we had the conversation uh, that we just filmed, uh, just taped yesterday, and you're going to be able to uh, to listen to it if you go search out wins and losses. And there's like 40 of those. Dub, I mean, you've recorded almost all of them. There's, a, I mean, the great thing about so many of those conversations is they're evergreen. You can go in, dip in there. I think there are 40 of them now, 
and whether it's Kirk Herbstreet or whether it's uh, you know the president of the United States, there are a lot of long-form conversations in there that you can just go through, look at the people, and be like, oh, that sounds interesting. And even if you don't really know the people that well, the goal is the conversation is still pretty interesting. Well, speaking of not knowing who someone is, the first time you had a conversation with Ovik Roy back in August, I had no idea who he was. And like you said, I'm recording that interview and I think it'd be awesome if you haven't heard the first one, definitely go listen to that one first. And I might go re-listen to it now that I have the hindsight of yeah. the entire fall sports calendar taking place and and listen to it through that lens. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Because when we talked on August 21st, and you just heard what we recorded yesterday, but there was a big point of discussion about whether you're going to be able to play sports, whether football was going to be possible and his perspective was similar to mine that there was going to be a way to figure out how to play uh and at that time that's back when everybody's saying oh my god if any player gets sick they're going to die like there's all this craziness that was out there and i think you give credit to the nfl to college football major league baseball nba nhl for finding a way to play uh during the fall and obviously several of those leagues have now entered into their second season uh with a covid impact but uh but it's pretty wild uh to uh, to go back and listen to that uh, I told you that I was going to talk a little bit about the NFL and the uh, and the uh, AFC and NFC championship games. And I did want to give you, to finish off the second hour here, a prop bet. So a lot of you out there are betting on uh, the AFC or the NFC side, oh, totals, all those things. And we're going to give you picks there to finish off the third hour of the show. But right now, Stefan Diggs, to score a touchdown, is basically even money. And I feel like with the issues that the Kansas City Chiefs have had in their secondary, not to mention that there uh, is not really a great running game from the Buffalo Bills so far in the playoffs, and the rapport that exists now between uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, who other than Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is probably the best combo this season in terms of, I guess you can go Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, but I like... Uh, I like Stefan Diggs with the opportunity to score a touchdown here, even money. By the way, speaking of even money, FanDuel.com slash Clay. If you go to Virginia, Virginia now is up and running and the only, I believe this is true, I'm pretty sure, the only online sports book that's going to be up this weekend to allow you to bet the AFC and the NFC Championship games is FanDuel. You can go get signed up right now at FanDuel.com slash Clay. And at noon Eastern today, in Michigan, they are officially going to flip the switch and sports gambling will be live in the state of Michigan as well. FanDuel.com slash Clay so all you Wolverine fans can go bet on the Michigan Wolverines to win a national championship with Jim Harbaugh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Juwan Howard actually might not be a bad bet. The Michigan men's basketball team is absolutely rolling right now in the Big Ten and they're one of the five or six most likely teams to win the national championship, according to oddsmakers. So you can go to FanDuel.com slash Clay, get $1,000 up to $1,000 free bet for new users in Michigan and in Virginia, as well as the eight states where it's already legal, Tennessee, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Welcome to the sports gambling universe, uh, Michigan 
and Virginia. You can check them out at fanduel.com slash clay and get hooked up now. We come back, top of hour three, big games this weekend. What do you think we're talking about? The AFC and the NFC Championship game. We'll continue to break it down for you, and we'll be joined by Dr. David Chow to give you the latest on health-related issues. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 